What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Sorry to Interrupt podcast. Sean and I had the MLB special this week. We went over each division. We started with the NL, worked our way over to the AL. We also had some award predictions and obviously our eventual World Series champion. We should be back next week on Monday with a Monday rundown, traditionally, uh, to talk about the Final Four right before the NCAA championship game. So follow us on Twitter at Sorry Sports. Follow us on Instagram, Sorry underscore Sports. Just an email if you want to write an article or if you have anything to say, sorry sports at yahoo.com. And check out the website. This week, Sean wrote three articles which will be running um, up on the website, sorrysports.com, and enjoy the pod. gentlemen welcome back to sorry to interrupt it is the much anticipated mlb preview tom what's up man we're actually both in studio together again yeah it's nice to be back it's definitely nice to be back how are you my friend we're doing quite well so obviously this mlb preview uh we meant to do prior to the start of the season but no, you know what that. we're don't a week we're a weekend we just wanted people to get a little taste of baseball first this was the plan all along yeah okay but um you know, we're not going to let any of the early season results cloud our our uh, preview and our picks. Eh, at least, eh. at least I'm not. Well, Tom, my Tom's the more reactionary one. Um, we're going to start in the National League. Uh, we'll go by divisions and then um, pick our NL uh, our NL playoff picture. So, without further ado, Tom, let's get into it. We're going to start in the National League East, and I have the Philadelphia Phillies winning this division. I agree with you on that one. I thought the Bryce Harper signing was obviously fantastic. It made all the sense in the world to happen. Um, they said that they were not going to miss out on any of the top two free agents, that being Machado and Harper, and, and they succeeded. They, they landed Bryce Harper, but I'll tell you what, man. Some of their other signings and acquisitions were actually better, in my opinion, for the makeup of this team. And, and I'm going right to JT Real Muto, the all-star catcher from Miami, who they got to trade within the division for. And he's such a difference maker. He's going to absolutely rake in Citizens Bank Park, playing for a contender now and a legitimate playoff team, I think is going to turn his game up even another notch. They also added um, Gene Segura. Gene Segura. They added uh, Andrew McCutcheon, who we as Yankee fans got to see at the tail end of last year, and boy, is he a pro. And David Robertson, also a former Yankee that we know very well. He's going to step into the closer role there. I think this team already around the Reese Hoskins and the uh, Mikel Francos, of course, they Herrera, Herrera, not to mention the starting staff anchored by Aaron Nola. This is a team that's poised. They were hanging around there with the Braves really till mid to late August before they fell off. I like this team a lot. And obviously Bryce Harper, as we've seen, he's off to quite the start. Yeah, for the first team, I'm going to completely agree with you. Harper looks like he fits right in in Philly, and that that ballpark is perfect for his swing. So I'm going to agree with you there. Moving on to the number two team, I'm going to go with the New York Mets. Really? They look great to start, and I just think all the moves that they made. Now, are you picking them based off of right now, or did did you have them before the season started? No, I had them in mind for other reasons and for other teams, but, I mean, the hot start also kind of helped push me over the edge there. I think everything aside from giving Jacob DeGrom that major deal, what Brody Van Wagner could do no wrong. Wagonin. 
whatever his name is, Brody Van, uh, he could do no wrong, and I, I really liked his offseason. And the DeGrom extension is not going to hurt him this year. He's going to be an ace this year. It's going to hurt him further down the line, and that was your point. They didn't have to sign him to it, but aside from that, he did a really good job this offseason, and I think if everybody can stay healthy, even with Cespedes out, you still have the guys like Conforto, the new guy that just came up. What the hell is his name? Peter Alonzo. Peter Alonzo, who an absolute bomb in Miami. Um, I mean, you, when you get they get Jed Lowry back, Cano's already got a home run early on in the year. I think this team's pretty good, especially with the pitching that they have. I like this team a lot, too, and I'm actually picking them to go third, but I'm still taking the Atlanta Braves, who did win the division last year. So I'm taking them because, in all honesty, they've just gotten better, and their young group is just another year older now. I mean, they were dispatched in the playoffs very quickly last year, got a taste of it, and now they're ready to go. I think they're a wild card team this year. Donaldson's coming over on a one-year show-me deal. I mean, three years removed from an MVP campaign with Toronto. You've got Acuna Jr., you've got Ozzy Albies, Brian McCann coming over, and he's going to split duties with uh, Tyler Flowers, who's the number one catcher in McCann back in Atlanta. He's going to add a really good level of veteran leadership and still being productive, albeit as a uh, – as a backup, I think Dansby Swanson, he's starting to come into his own a little bit more. And then you've got Freddie Freeman, who's still one of the premier first basemen in the league. So I'm still going to go with Atlanta. They're starting pitching, you know, Fulton, which really got off to a, a really came out of his really came out of every little bit of struggles that he had early in his career. You know, he was a young pitcher on a bad team with great stuff. You were just waiting for him to come into his own. And he certainly showed that last year. They have a couple other nice arms in that rotation as well. So give me the Atlanta Braves coming in second. And then for the Mets in the third, I'm going to echo everything you said and add a little bit. I mean, Robinson Cano, I think people look at this deal as the Edwin Diaz deal. And we were talking about it in the wintertime saying that's how you met fans should look at it. And yeah, is this Cano contract going to really suck down the line in a couple years? I think so. He might not have, be able to play second anymore. You might have to stick him at first. If Alonzo's there, then where does he play? If they still know, don't have a DH in the national league, he might be shit out of luck, but Cano is still a really, really good player. We saw it in the first game going yard off Scherzer. He's got one of the sweetest swings in baseball history. People forget they like to comment about how he was suspended last year. And, yeah, that might tarnish his Hall of Fame uh, eligibility. But you know what? He came back and hit like 317 when he came back and he was playing first base for the Mariners. So I, he's, a, he's a phenomenal player. He's actually a legitimate middle-of-the-order threat, which they haven't had. Peter Alonzo, you mentioned, t- highly touted prospect. They bring in Wilson Ramos. Now, the guy's the slowest person I've ever seen run the bases, but that guy can flat-out hit and actually give them production from the catcher's position. I like McNeil. Obviously, Brandon Nimmo had a really breakout year last year. You got Rosario another year into into his career, looking to build upon what he's done. Jed Lowry will get back and healthy at some point soon. And, of course, their pitching speaks for itself with DeGrom, Syndergaard, and Wheeler. Not to mention now with bringing back Familia, they signed Justin Wilson and have Edwin Diaz. That bullpen's really good too. Steven so, Matz as well. And Matz, yeah. I mean, he, he still scares me with his injury concerns, but and he hasn't been totally dominant, but he's shown flashes. And Vargas can't, can't possibly be worse than he was last year. So I like the Mets a lot, but just not as much as I like the Phillies and the Braves. All right, so you got the Mets finishing third. I actually have the Nats finishing third this wow. year. I have Atlanta finishing fourth. Um, Why is that? 
I think Atlanta's just going to take a major step back this year. They have a couple You're not of buying pitchers. what they had last year? They have a couple of pitchers on the DL, and I just don't think they have enough pitching at all. And this division got a lot better last this year from last. The Phillies got better. The Mets got better. And the Nationals, in my opinion, stayed the same. Bryce Harper, it was time for him to go. They pull up Victor Robles. He's been tearing the world up. Um, they obviously had the other guy, Soto, as well as Adam Eaton, fully healthy this year. The infield is really good, although Trey Turner just broke his finger, and he's supposed to be out for two months or something like that, which really sucks. But I still think that they're going to finish better than Atlanta. Um, they ha- Atlanta has the offense to sustain, but they don't have the pitching. And obviously, fifth, I have the Miami Marlins. Yeah, I, I have the Nationals finishing fourth. Adding Patrick Corbin is just another dominant arm to that rotation uh, that obviously already has Strasburg and Scherzer. Soto and Robles, tremendous talents, and which is why I don't think they were willing to go more than $300 million in 10 years for Harper. Adam Eaton's a really good player. That team is loaded. Uh, obviously, the Turner injury hurts them. I had them finishing fourth anyway, even prior to the injury. I think they're going to pitch their problem, their biggest problem. I think what's going to cost them a lot of games, and it did last year. Their bullpen is absolutely terrible. It is so bad, with the exception of Sean Doolittle, who's a little up there now in age. He's still a productive pitcher, but that that bullpen is just a disaster. It's already cost them multiple times this season. And then, of course, the Miami Marlins, full on rebuild. So we don't have to really even mention much there. Sorry, Jeter. So just to recap. I have the Phillies finishing first, the Braves finishing second as a one of my wildcard teams, the Mets finishing third, the Nationals fourth, and the Marlins fifth. And I have Philly finishing number one, the Mets two, the Nationals three, Atlanta four, and Miami fifth. All right. So let's head over to the National League Central, where the Milwaukee Brewers, as I have them as my number one team, finished within a game of the World Series last year. They have uh, former last year's MVP, Christian Yelich, who's already on pace to do it again. Um, this team is really, really good. Their starting staff scares me a little bit, but they have a dominant bullpen, obviously, anchored by uh, Josh Hader. But you've got Yelich, you've got Kane, you've got Moustakis back, you've got Travis Shaw. This is a really good team, and I don't see any reason why they're not going to repeat Again, their starting pitching might be the only thing that holds them back, but looking at this division, I don't see a team that's better than them, and uh, the Milwaukee Brewers are going to win the National League Central. I have the St. Louis Cardinals finishing first. I just don't I think, again, Milwaukee has the... Well, with getting Paul Goldschmidt and a few other additions that they made, I think they have better pitching as well. And, again, I mean, you said Josh Hader. He's great, but he was a 7-8 inning guy. Now he has to step into that closer role because their closer is actually out for the year. Yeah, Corey Knable doing Tommy John. And I think that Milwaukee may have a lot more offensive talent, but I think pitching side, I think St. Louis has them, and I think it's really going to matter this year. Yeah, and and I think the Cardinals are a really good team. They're my second team out of the uh, NL Central. Goldschmidt, obviously, one of the best pickups of the the offseason. He's... Obviously, one of the greatest, one of the great players in the league, and has been for quite some time. I like their starting staff. Wainwright's getting up there, but he's still productive. Michael Waka, I like. Uh, Weaver, I like as well. Then you, they, they add, um, they add Andrew Miller to the back end of that bullpen on a two-year deal. He's going to help a lot, especially setting up Jordan Hicks, who, I tell you what, man, this guy, he throws 104 and. Was setting the world on fire last year out of the bullpen, 
And then, you know, you're looking at a Matt Carpenter, who's still one of the best players in the league. So Not to mention they have that other pitcher with the mustache. What the hell is Yeah, Miles Mikolas. Miles Mikolas, who's their best pitcher. Yeah. You didn't even mention him. And then they also have uh, Carlos Martinez coming off of an injury who came out of the bullpen last year. I mean, if he gets back to full form, he's a number two. So. Yep. No, they definitely have the pitching, and Matt Carpenter, just another great offensive threat. I mean, he was he was in the MVP candidacy last year right there with uh, Yelich. They're my second team out of the uh, out of the Central. Are you looking at the Brewers as your second? Yeah, Brewers are definitely be my second. As for third, it's Chicago. I just don't think that they have the pitching that's going to hold up. I don't think this team's that good. And I don't think they're like the Yankees to me, except I think the Yankees are a much better version of them where. They can just be really anemic offensively, and there's there's no explanation. Well, I think part of the reason that they're anemic offensively is they have guys who are just not good, and they're not movable. Jason Hayward being the number one guy that, obviously, you have a Chris Bryant, you have an Anthony Rizzo. Javier Baez. Baez is a, has been very productive, but you don't know what you're going to get out of shortstop. And Schwarber's kind of an anomaly. You don't know what you're going to get from him. He's going to hit you bombs, but his average has really dipped. And if he's not getting on base, this guy's a problem. Their pitching staff really scares me. Kyle Hendricks got an extension. I like him. Darvish needs to prove something because he was just dreadful last year and hurt almost the entire season. But what it shows to me, obviously Lester's going to be there, but for how much longer is he going to be an ace? What really gets me to them, you know, their their bullpen is right up there with one of the worst in the league. That bullpen is terrible. They brought in Trevor Rosenthal. The guy has literally not recorded an out this year and has cost them several games. The bullpen's terrible. Carl Edwards Jr. has had some really good moments, but it hasn't been consistent. Brandon Morrow, they're still waiting for him to come back. And aside from this, that little brief time there with the Dodgers, he's been very injury riddled and hasn't been dominant. Remember him way back when as a top starting prospect with the Blue Jays. This team's in a lot of trouble. That bullpen sucks. I just think they're better than the Reds and Pirates though, and that's why they're picking I'm picking them third. Yeah, I got the Reds fourth and the Pirates fifth. Me Reds too. made a couple moves. Uh I feel like they should be mentioned with um getting Matt Kemp as well as Yasiel Puig, so they're going to be a little a more others, exciting. But I just still don't think, that, don't think that they have the talent. And then Pittsburgh's in full rebuild mode along with uh, Miami. Yep. And, and, you know, the other thing with Cincinnati is they also have Suarez and they also have Scooter Jeanette. So they have some fun guys. Joey Votto, of course, at first. I think that team's going to score some runs. I think that team's going to be fun to watch. Sonny Gray, his first start with the Reds, he got lit up. So all those little comments and shots he took at the Yankees' expense. Obviously, uh, didn't propel him to any kind of better results. He got dismantled. But I still think he's going to have a nice year there. Yeah, so just to recap, I have the St. Louis Cardinals winning the division, Milwaukee finishing second, Chicago third, Cincinnati fourth, and Pittsburgh fifth. Yep, just flip-flop one and two for me. I got the Brewers winning the division. Let's head over to the National League West where, yeah, this is the Dodgers division. Uh, I know they made some moves. They let Machado go. They traded away Puig and Kemp along with Alex Wood, to Cincinnati. But this team, first of all, who else in this division is going to challenge them? And second, this team's still really good. Cody Bellinger, Seager's back, playing shortstop. They've still got Turner. This team's really good. Jock Peterson, starting pitching. Kershaw, yeah, he has his injury concerns, but they're plenty fine for the regular season. This team's going to win 90 games again, and they're going to be the cream of the crop of this division. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Walker Bueller, I think, is hurt as well, but he'll be back. Um, 
But this team's just too talented. I think it's more how untalented the rest of the division is than anything. They're just lucky to be playing there. Which is really funny, too. I mean, I still think they're a very good team, but they have some flaws that's going to come up. But last year, we were talking about how good this division was. All year, we were like, wow, like there's three teams legitimately between the Dodgers, Rockies, and Diamondbacks that are that are contenders to win this division, and it came down late. Well, that's not the case. As the second team, I do have the Rockies. Now, they lost DJ LeMahieu, they lost Cargo, and they lost Ottavino, who was a major cog in that bullpen. But this team still has some talent. Uh, obviously, Trevor Story, obviously Nolan Arenado, who they inked to a huge extension. This team is still very talented. They have some good uh, good arms in the rotation. Um, obviously, Bettis and um, Marquez, who they just inked to an extension as well. This team's solid, but they're not great. Um, I don't have them coming up as a wild card team. Um, I think the West is only getting one playoff team, and that's going to be the Dodgers. Yes, sir. Um, I'm in agreement with you there. And then at number three, for me, I have the San Diego Padres. As do I. I feel like we're going to be together on this one. I think we have to be. I mean, the Padres... Machado, obviously huge signing. They're hoping that he's gonna he's gonna be the centerpiece of this great up and coming uh, minor league uh, minor league pipeline that they have, headlined by Tatis Jr., who's already started the season with them, which I thought was kind of weird because all he had to do was spend 12 days in the minor leagues and he would have gotten his service time back another year, uh, a sixth year of team control. But the way extensions are going, that might not matter now. So he's up playing shortstop. Machado's over at third. They're probably already talking extension. Oh, I'm sure they are. Ahazmer, obviously, over at first, who was their big free agent acquisition last year. Best farm system in baseball, as I mentioned. They have no pitching. They're totally absolved of of pitching. Well, they have one good young kid. I forgot his name. Starting pitching and relieving is... Not subpar. It's not good. And they're going to lose a lot of games, but they're going to be an exciting team to watch. I think everybody's going to be checking in on the Padres, especially at the second half of the MLB tonight when the 10 o'clock games Eastern time start. So I think the Padres third. I picked the Giants fourth. Um, Me too. But I don't think they're very good. No, that's just a product of uh, Arizona having a complete fire sale aside from Granky. Yeah, and Steven Souza Jr. being out for the year. For the Giants, my only question with them, honestly, will they trade Mad Bum come July? You're hoping that's, so. That's really my only question. He had, he had a bad first start to the season, but that's okay. I don't worry about a guy like him. I think he's going to you know find his groove. The Giants are just not a good team. They I think I think they're going to look for... They traded for Kevin Pillar, which I found interesting. Yeah, I think they want to have a young athletic center fielder. I mean, Pillar's not as young as he once was, obviously, but he's a guy that can still fly around and he can cover a lot of ground at AT&T Park, which is... I mean, that's cavernous out there. I mean, that's why there was speculation about them getting going getting Ellsbury on the cheap, just to find somebody who can cover that ground. I don't know what is going to do for them. I mean, they still have Longoria. Is that contract movable? They, I don't think so. They have Melanson. Is that contract movable if he if he pitches well? I What's think up they, to with Johnny Cueto? He's out for the year. Mm. Tommy John. So, okay. I mean, they have Samarja, who might be a, a, a bad contract for a bad contract kind of guy. They have some appealing names that could possibly be on the move if they give him any kind of production, but I think any chance at a playoff bid for them is, is totally out the window. So, Dodgers, Rockies, Padres, Giants, Diamondbacks, lockstep for us. There we go. All right, so let's go over some playoffs. Let's do it. Side. Yeah, so obviously we have our division winners. On my end right now, I've got the Philadelphia Phillies winning the East. 
I got the Milwaukee Brewers winning the Central and the Dodgers winning the West. My two wild card teams. I have teams. St. Louis as opposed to Milwaukee. Okay. Yep. My two playoff teams. I have the Atlanta Braves and the St. Louis Cardinals to play each other in the wild card. And I like the St. Louis Cardinals to advance in that one game wild card and, uh, and get into a divisional round. This team to me is just too talented. The Braves... I don't know if they're equipped for a one-game playoff because I don't think that they can throw the kind of arms in a one-game playoff that St. Louis can. I can see Goldschmidt getting a big hit in a big spot or Carpenter doing that, especially with his postseason heroics and his past. I, I, I like the Cardinals to be the main wild-card winner in the National League. All right, so just to go over playoff seating for me, I have the Los Angeles Dodgers 1, St. Louis 2, Philly 3. I think that division is going to be really close all year, and they're kind of going to beat up on each other. The number one wild card spot, Milwaukee, will have a home game against the New York Mets. And I have Milwaukee taking that game easily. All right. Who do you like in your NLCS? I think that the Dodgers are going to go back and they're going to play Milwaukee again. That would be fun. I think Milwaukee's going to make some moves at the deadline to get some more pitching. Yeah, I think they could because they still have a really, really talented minor league system with some guys that they could move. I've got the Phillies and I got the Brewers. Wow, okay. In the National League Championship Series with the Milwaukee Brewers advancing to the World Series. I love everything about this team other than the fact that their pitching doesn't look as great right now. But like you said, I think there's moves to be made out there and I think there's going to be some opportunities for guys to come up and pitch well. So give me the Milwaukee Brewers. They finished a game out last year of the World Series. They're actually going to get there. Yelich is going to carry them again. And um, I like them to represent the National League. Harper's actually going to win a first-round series this year. All right, so we're going to move on to the American League. We're going to move on to the AL. So this is kind of uh, this is where it hit, hits home for us. This is kind of our division. So I'll lead us off. I don't know about this one, but I am going to take the New York Yankees as the division champions, the number one team in the division. When healthy, they're the best team. They just have so much more pitching than – the, the Boston Red Sox, the Red Sox have gotten off to a really slow start. That, I will tell you, definitely contributed to my decision on this one. Um, but the big thing that I just said is when healthy. And they are not healthy at all right now. No, they're not. They're, they have they, This is unlike anything I've ever seen as far as injuries starting the season from spring training into the first week of the season. It's it, it, I saw a stat, it's like $86 million in salary is all on the injured list right now. So obviously the Yankees have their issues, but I'm keeping the same list that I had to start the season. And the New York Yankees are the best team in this division. For everybody that wants to shit on them from last year, they won 100 games, okay? If it wasn't for an unworldly season by the team that happens to play in their same division, they would have won any other division by a landslide. They would have had home field in the first round. They would have been fine. This Yankee team is deep. The depth is right now obviously being tested. But more so that contributes to my decision is not just how great the Yankees are, but I have legitimate questions about Boston. Now with Boston, I'm still picking to win a wild card. They're still very good. Chris Sale was hurt a lot last year. And although he came in and closed out the World Series, there's a lot of questions about his sustained health this year and going forward, even though they gave him that five-year extension. Nathan Eovaldi, who had blown out his elbow for a second time, came back last year and pitched way more than anybody ever thought he would, including himself. The Red Sox re-signed him. He had a really bad first start, 
We'll see what ends up happening with him. Does that elbow hold up? Does that arm hold up? The rest of their starting pitching leaves a little bit to be desired, and their bullpen really scares me as far as their ability to get outs consistently. They've given Craig Kimbrell is not on that team. Now, there's still a chance they could re-sign him. He doesn't have a home yet. But either way, Matt Barnes is really closing for them, and he's shaky at best. They lost Joe Kelly to the Dodgers. Um, they're going to score a ton of runs. I don't think that's going to be an issue, and they're going to win and slug their way to a lot of victories. But their pitching, as far as winning the division, taking it away from the Yankees, I mean, the Yankees are injury-riddled right now, but look at the bullpen that they're throwing out there. I mean, you got Adovino, you got Green, you got Britton. You're going to have Batances back soon, and you've got Chapman. I mean, there's all four of those guys would be closing on Boston. So I definitely like the Yankees just in a comparison. I do think the Yankees are the better team. But we're going to see right now at least the injuries that are hitting the Yankees for the most part are are early season injuries and are with the exception of perhaps Andujar and obviously Didi who won't be back till July or August are not going to cost them all year. So Yankees one, Red Sox two for you. Yeah, I'm I'm in lockstep with you. Their starting staff is um it's okay. I mean Sales and Ace went healthy. Porcello's pretty good. He's stable. And then Price is up and down. Who else after that? I mean, Evaldi and Rodriguez are wild cards for me. Yep, and and Price will always be a wild card for me. He's he he slayed his demons last last week or last season, but he's still he's still a guy that I I, I don't have any problem facing. Absolutely. The next up, I have Tampa. Mm-hmm. I just think they're better than the other two, and they're just a solid team. I really like Tampa Bay. I really like Tampa Bay. They signed Charlie Morton. Um, they, they're known for their opener. They have the reigning Cy Young winner in Blake Snell. And they have Tyler Glass now, who they got from Pittsburgh in the Chris Archer deal. They have a lot of good young players. Wendell comes to mind. Um, Bowers comes to mind. This team's really good. I like them a lot. Um, and they won 90 games last year. I mean, they were a playoff team in any other division. So... I'm a big fan of Tampa Bay. They're going to win a lot, um, and I think they're going to be a pain in the ass to have to play 19 times for both the Yankees and the Red Sox. Following that, I have Toronto. Uh, the reason why I put them here is because even trading um, Pilar, I just think that they have a little bit more talent than Baltimore. Yeah, I mean, they still have Aaron Sanchez. They still have Marcus Stroman. They still have some talent on this team. They're better than Baltimore. Baltimore has gotten off to a nice little start. They're fun to watch. They're spunky. They run a lot, but they don't have many major leaguers on this team, at least not what we believe. The Blue Jays, they're not a very good team, but they're better than the Orioles. So, yes, Yankees, Red Sox, Rays, Blue Jays, Orioles in that order for both of us. The AL Central will come up next. Cleveland Indians, to me, still the cream of the crop of this division. They're starting to fade a little bit. Uh, but they still have Lindor, who I know is hurt right now, but he'll be back. They still have good offensive talent. I mean, that Jose Ramirez, Hanley Ramirez went yard a couple days ago, and maybe he could find his way back into the lineup every day. Uh, they have a couple other good players. Well, as they well. got Carlos Santana back, too, mm-hmm. after a year uh, of being in Philly, and, and he just fits Cleveland like a, like a glove. So he's going to help them out a lot. Obviously, when you have a front two of – uh, Bauer and um, Kluber and Kluber. This and team, you is, got, this um, team is what's his face? more than fine. Carlos Santana. 
I believe. What's no, no, no. I'm sorry. Um, well, they the got picture. Mike, yeah, they got Mike Clevenger and Mike then Clevenger, and then they have um, the Carrasco, Carrasco, and, that's and, and Salazar. But both both of them are are dealing with a little bit of injury concerns. But with the top two of Kluber and ba- and Bauer, I like this team to win plenty. And again, I think they're going to be a product. They weren't their best selves last year, and they got dispatched of pretty quickly by by Houston in the division series. But again, they're just better than every other team in this division. You have legitimately three teams in this division who are trying to rebuild. The only other team that's not is the Minnesota Twins, and I have them second in this yep. division. They still have some nice pieces. I mean, Tyler Austin, former Yankee, playing there. They have a couple of guys that I really like to look at. And they say, got a good staff, too. Well, Barrios is an absolute ace. And Kyle Gibson's a really fine pitcher. Gibson, Odorizzi this year should have a turnaround year. Um, what's his name? Kepler in center field's pretty good. They got a shortstop coming up that, that looks pretty good. But aside, they're just not as good as Cleveland. That's no, they're the not. Bottom line. No, they're not. And but I think that this is a team that this reminds me a little bit of the 2017 team that did make the wild card game. Um, you know, they don't have anybody extraordinary, but they have some young pieces that are going to be able to do a lot and wreak a lot of havoc on the field. And they have some stable veterans and a good and a good starting three or four um, that's going to win them some games. So I, I like the I like the Minnesota Twins second. I'm picking the White Sox third. Me too. The White Sox, to me, are going to be one of the most fun and exciting teams in the league this year. I'm putting them kind of right there with the San Diego Padres. Listen, they signed John Jay and Yonder Alonso in hopes that it was going to lure Manny Machado. It did not, but those are both still solid players. And... Elroy Jimenez, who I'm going to pick to win the AL Rookie of the Year, they signed him to an extension, and he hasn't even played a game yet. That's how good they think he is. Remember, he was the centerpiece in um, in that trade with uh, the, the crosstown uh, rival Cubs for Jose Quintana a couple years ago. This kid's a stud. He's going to be a great player for a long time. Obviously, they still have Moncada, who they're hoping to break through. Michael Kopech is out for the year with Tommy John. That's tough. But Lucas Giolito is pitching, and he's pitching well. You also have Carlos Rondon, who had a really good first start. I like this team. I think this team's going to be fun. I think they're going to piss off a lot of people who you, who they play because they do have the talent to win some games. They lost Avasiel Garcia to the Rays, but I think they have plenty of guys to step in there and, and handle the duty. The White Sox are going to be fun, but they're not as good as the Twins, and they're certainly not as good as the Indians. I still think they're about a year or two away, but look out for them to be that next team in the American League. Yep, and then um, moving on from that, we have the Royals and Tigers as rebuilding. Not really much else to say. Nope, not Although much else to say. they beat the Yankees, yeah. being the Tigers. <laughs> yep, of course. All right, so let's move on to the AL West. Just want to remind you that the Houston Astros are Fuck in the you. AL West, Fuck you. and I am picking them to be by far and beyond the best team here, and they're going to win. I don't think it's going to be even remotely close. This team is loaded top to bottom. Love everything about them. And um, I think that they're going to be, again, right there uh, as a team that's challenging for a World Series bid. They locked up Verlander for two more years. Now, they they have lost Keuchel. Now as Keuchel, well as Morton. And, and Morton. Now, Keuchel hasn't been what he was. They have some injury concerns in that starting rotation. Obviously, McCullers, he's out for a bit. But I still think that that team combined with the fact that the rest of the division is just not all that good with the exception of Oakland, I still think this team is poised for a deep run into the postseason. I have Oakland second. I mean, they were a wild card team last year, played the Yankees in the one-game wild card. They have a great bullpen. 
They have an okay starting staff. They're dealing with injuries. But that God can that team hit. I mean, obviously the other Chris Davis, all he does is hit home runs. You've got Matt Chapman. You've got Olsen. You've got um, Marcus Simeon over at short who's gotten better. They lost Jed Lowry. But I'm telling you what, man, this team's going to be really good, and I have them as another one of my wild card teams. Absolutely. I actually have them uh, as well as another one of my wild card teams at number two. And then number three, I have the Anaheim Angels. Just not enough talent there. Other than Mike Trout? Obviously, yeah. other than Mike Trout. <laughs> and, and obviously, Otani's going to miss some time. They said he's going to come back and maybe play DH, but he's not going to be on the mound. The team just does not have a lot of talent. I picked them fourth. I have Seattle third. No real reason why. They're a young team. They traded basically everybody away of value. But they do have Edwin Encarnacion. He'll hit. They have Jay Bruce, who they got from the Mets. Who he'll he'll trade hit. Him. Yeah, I mean, they're both trade chips. Again, it, uh, this is semantics to me. None of these teams are going to be good. And then we have Texas finishing fifth. I have Texas finishing fourth. But, I mean, come on. Are we, do you want to spend time arguing about that? No, I don't. That's why I said it's semantics. None of these teams are going to match up to the Astros and the A's. Both of those teams are going to be playoff teams, in my opinion, and, and apparently yours as well. So Absolutely. To recap the AL playoff picture, I have the New York Yankees winning the East, as do you. Cleveland Indians winning the Central, as do you. Houston Astros winning the West, as do you. My two wildcard teams will be the Boston Red Sox and the Oakland Athletics with the Boston Red Sox winning that wildcard game because I think it'll be at Fenway. And it's going to be deja vu for the A's. They're going to have to travel east and play a one-game playoff. Last year it was Yankee Stadium. This year it'll be Fenway. And it's just going to be too tough. The Boston Red Sox are ready to win that game. I have the New York Yankees advancing out of the first round, and they'll play in the LCS. They're going to beat the Red Sox this year as the number one seed. It'll be a reversal of last year. I think it just sets up too perfectly for that. They have such an awful taste in their mouth from what happened last year. I do think they're the better team as well, unless you know notable trades are of, of importance are made. I have the Cleveland Indians right now meeting the New York Yankees in the American League Championship Series. I think they'll beat the Astros again in a best of five. Uh, or I'm sorry, they're going to fall to the Astros this year, um, or beat the Astros this year. I know last year that they lost to them. Um, I think the Indians are super, are a really good team. The Houston Astros are going to be there, but I do have questions about that starting staff. I don't really have questions about the starting staff of Cleveland. I think they're going to pitch them and win a lot of games. They'll get revenge just like the Yankees will from last year's division series. And I have the New York Yankees coming out and winning the pennant. This is not a homer pick. This team is super good. Right now, they're injury rattled, but it's happening early. As long as Severino comes back and he pitches like the Severino we know, he can match up with Kluber. You've got Paxton who should be able to match up with Bauer. And then you've got a bullpen that is essentially unhittable, especially when you move another guy from that starting staff, probably somebody like a Hap or something into the bullpen as well. So I'm definitely taking the New York Yankees. They're going to represent the American League, and they're going to play the Milwaukee Brewers in the World Series. All right, so for me, I have the one seed being Houston, two being Cleveland, three being Yankees, four being Red Sox, and five being Oakland. I have the Red Sox beating Oakland in that first uh, in that play-in game, and then I have the New York Yankees playing the Houston Astros in the ALCS as well, and I have the Houston Astros. I said Indians in mine. I said, oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I got the Houston Astros playing. The Yankees in the ALCS, and I have the Houston Astros moving on. 
the World Series will be Milwaukee against Houston, and I have the Houston Astros being crowned your 2019 World Series champions yet again. The talent on that team is too much. Bregman's going to be better this year. Altuve is going to be healthy this year. Correa, Springer, do I need to go any further? All right. I have the Brewers beating the Yankees in the World Series. Okay. There you I go. Think Brewers that they, with their first World Series ever. Yep. I think it's going to be a good series. Um, I just really like the Brewers, man. They're my favorite. Outside of the Yankees, they are my favorite team. And, and wow, I it'll think- be tough for you in that World Series then. <laughs> yeah, really. Rooting against your favorite team, no, the Yankees? obviously not. But they're my favorite team to watch outside of the Yankees. And I'm telling you, if they get to the World Series... That's not a team that the Yankees are going to want to play. But it's interesting. We Neither of us have the Dodgers getting there. They've been there two years in a row. Run out of steam. I think they're going to run out of what steam. What worries you the most about the Dodgers? They're starting pitching. Yeah. See, to me, as I, they're starting pitching to and me. And their is not, bullpen. See, there it is for pitching, me. Pitching, period. Their, their bullpen to me scares the living shit out of me. But their, their starting rotation There's no bridge to fine. Jansen at all whatsoever. No, there's not. And, and you've seen them start you know moving starting starters into the bullpen and I just don't think Dave Roberts knows how to manage a bullpen, let alone if he has, even if he has the arms. So yeah, there's our there's our uh, there's our playoff predictions and our World Series. Let's winners. just go some awards real quick. Yeah, let's do that. All right, so let's go NL Rookie of the Year first. Um, got a feeling we're going to agree on this one, and I am taking Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah, we're in agreement. Absolutely, especially he already started the season. He had his first home run. This guy's a stud. There's no way he's not going to be great. Defensively as well. And then I actually have Eloy Jimenez as well. Yeah, the AL Rookie of the Year. Got his name right and everything. So we both have a rooting interest there. All right, so MVP. Let's go NL MVP first. I have Nolan Arenado. I like that. I like that a lot, especially on his new deal. I have Paul Goldschmidt. With, Ooh, the Card- okay. with the Cardinals, I think he's just going to take his game to a whole nother level. Not that he hasn't already, but I think that that's just such a perfect marriage right there uh, of, of Goldschmidt and the Cardinals. And I was thinking and tempted to go with Yelich again, especially after what he's done. I was looking at possibly Harper too, just what he was going to do with Philly. But I just love Goldschmidt in, in St. Louis. I think he's he's just poised for a monster year. And and not just statistically, but I think the importance and the value he has on that team is indelible. So, uh, yeah, I like, I like Goldie. All right. And then as for the AL MVP, I'm going to take Carlos Correa of the Houston Astros. That's who I took last year. It didn't work for me. But, I, listen, he's, he's such a tremendous player. Um, I'm doing this, man. I'm going with Aaron Judge. Okay. I, I think right. what – He's done mechanically on his two-strike approach. I think he's really taken on this leadership role for the Yankees. I think he's a captain in waiting. He's going to have to pick up the slack with Didi out and obviously now Stanton out for a little bit of time. I love Aaron Judge. His overall game, I mean, we've seen him in right field. The guy is a flawless outfielder. He's going to walk plenty. He's going to hit 50 home runs this year. And I think without nobody's going to be able to look up and down the league and say anybody was more important to their team than Aaron Judge was to the Yankees. And we saw it last year when he was hurt. They were a team that was right there with Boston fighting for the AL East. And as soon as he got hurt and broke his wrist on that on that pitch by uh, Jacob Junis of the Royals, he was out for a little more than six weeks, and they just were not the same team. And it's not just because you lose his production. You, you, lose, his, you lose his fielding. You lose his everything that he brings to a baseball field and a baseball team. So... I think Judge is the most valuable player in the league. I would obviously, if it's just going off of off of 
ability, it's Trout every year. Yeah, but, but how valuable are you on a team that sucks? And that in baseball, there's no sport that proves that more. So if we're going with the best player, uh, just write it in chalk. It's 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 Trout every year, but. You can't win M- you can't win MVP on a team that wins, you know, 72 games. So, yep. uh Aaron Judge for me. All right, so our final award, unless you want to do manager of the year as well. Nah, I'm good. I'm good too. It's <laughs> definitely not Aaron Boone. It's not Aaron Boone. It. Um we'll do Cy Young. So in the NL I have Max Scherzer winning yet another one. Okay. I'm staying in that same division, but I'm going with Aaron Nola. Okay. He finished third last year behind DeGrom and Scherzer. I love Aaron Nola. I think he's poised for a huge year. I was tempted to say Corbin because I think he's going to have a really strong year in D.C. I think that division pitching is the best pitching all across any any other division in this in this uh, in this league. But mm-hmm. what am I going to do? I, I I love Aaron Nola. I think I think that guy and they gave him the extension too, and and he's now happy and doesn't have to worry about injuries money. or money or anything like that. He he's set up to go. And I think he's going to be another major reason why the Phillies win that division. All right. And then for the AL, for me personally, I have Trevor Bauer. I do too. No there shit. There we go. All yeah, right. Man. So why are you taking Trevor Bauer? I just think that he's going to have an ass year, period. And, you know, everybody hates him and he doesn't give a shit. Doesn't give two shits. Uh, I think he's now usurped Kluber as the best pitcher on that staff. Not to knock Kluber down at all. He's still a tremendous arm, but... I think Bauer's now starting to take that next role. And like you said, he doesn't give a shit. And he said, he's like, he, he doesn't try to pitch to win for the team. He tries to pitch to win for himself and be the best pitcher he can be. And he's downright nasty and filthy when you have, when he's on his game. The only thing with him is he does walk one too many guys, but he started to clean that up in the last year or two. His trend is certainly going upward. Um, he got some votes last year. So that's cool, man. We're both in agreement on Trevor Bauer. That crazy yeah, son of a bitch is going to have to do an award ceremony. Can't wait for that one. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, that pretty much wraps it up. So what are we, two and a half weeks into the season? Two and a half weeks? We're like a week. I don't know, man. The days are blending together. Okay, opening much. day was last Thursday. So then we're doing even better than I thought. That's good stuff. So hopefully the Yankees can get their shit together and hopefully not get hurt. And uh, let's just hope Anhar isn't out for the year. Yeah, hoping and praying for that. We'll be back with a Monday rundown next week on the same night as the national championship game. Um, Looking forward to that for the final four. Uh, Saturday night, uh, NBA, we're about a week away from deciding who's going to win, who's going to be in the playoffs. playoffs to start, man. My nets are free falling, so that's fun. Shit. So, uh, and the Knicks season will mercifully be over. Thank God. Um, but the baseball season is in full swing. It's a lot of fun. I'm so happy it's back. It feels like spring. And uh, we'll forward to talking to you guys on Monday. Absolutely. Have a good weekend, guys.